0: Welcome to Three E's in a Pod, a monthly podcast from the LEISD Digital Learning Services Department. Hello and welcome to Three E's in a Pod. I'm Misty. I'm Melissa.
1: And I'm Jeff.
2: Today we are sharing a few LMS tips and how you can equip and empower your students with fact-checking websites and tools. In each episode we want to share with you some reminders and resources for each of the learning management systems we are using in the district. First, I was going to talk about seesaw. So all my pre K to second grade teachers. I wanted to take a moment and talk about the seesaw Pioneer program. Seesaw Pioneers are users who are beyond the basics and ready to take the next step to learn and connect within a supportive professional learning network. As a Pioneer, you'll immerse in the collective knowledge of the Seesaw community, learn alongside other Seesaw enthusiasts, grow as a leader in your school, and gain access to additional resources and support. The Seesaw Pioneer program is a completely free opportunity available to any educator using Seesaw. To become a Seesaw Pioneer, go to web.seesaw.me forward slash pioneer. Program.
1: For Google Classroom, I wanted to remind you of two features that can really make Classroom a tool that encourages student ownership in their learning, and two features that can save you some time. First, have you made a rubric in Google Classroom yet? When creating an assignment, you can create a rubric by clicking on the plus rubric button to go with it. Once students submit their work, you can provide feedback to them through the rubric. Students will be able to see the rubric as well and the rubrics can be reused for other assignments. Second, don't forget that you can make templates as Google Docs, Slides, and Sheets for students. When you create an assignment, you can attach an original doc, slide, or sheet file, then share it with the students in the assignment by selecting Make a Copy for Each Student. This way, students don't have to create files for assignments from scratch. Now, here's two ways you can save some time with Google Classroom. First. You can set a schedule ahead of time for when something is posted in Google Classroom. Plan ahead and schedule your posts to come out on a certain date and time. To do this, when you're creating a post, click Schedule and select your time frame. This will work for any assignment, any material item, or stream post that you want to share with your students. And finally, don't forget that we've automated the process to add students to your classes when their schedule changes in focus we found that this is very helpful in ensuring the students are able to begin working on assignments as soon as they join the class remember that you will need to remove them from their old class or section that doesn't happen automatically when we've not automated that because we wanted to make sure that you're able to finish accessing all of the students work that you need before that gets archived
0: all right six through twelve teachers just a reminder that you can use School City within your Canvas course. You can embed your School City assessments in your Canvas classes so students stay in Canvas to take their School City assessment. You can also add commonly used digital learning tools such as Nearpod, Flipgrid, and Edpuzzle. Also, don't forget about my Canvas playlist and the LEISD Canvas guide. The playlist has video tutorials and the guide is essentially click sheets. Is there something missing that you want to see a tutorial on? Reach out and let me know. Please note, this is an announcement regarding the Google LTI in Canvas. This is the way you do Google Cloud assignments now. This is not going into effect until the fall, but I want you to be aware. Canvas has a new Google Canvas integration, and we do not currently have this turned on as I did not want to confuse people. However, I will be turning the new integration on after spring break. It will be 100% optional for the remainder of the spring semester, and I will begin working on training materials for this new version of the Google Canvas integration. The current Google integration will be deactivated in September of 2021. Again, this is just an announcement. I will keep you posted and make sure you are prepared for the transition for the 2021 school year. To read more about it, please refer to the blog linked in our show notes. The original goal of Three E's in a Pod was to be a monthly podcast that teachers found helpful. We tried to make this a monthly podcast, but you may have noticed this year it's more of an an occasional podcast. We would love to hear from you about what you want to hear from us. In our next few s'mores, we will be linking in a survey, and we truly hope you'll take a few minutes to fill it out for us.
1: So in this episode, we are sharing several fact-checking websites that you can share with your students to equip and empower them to navigate the flood of information that is readily available on the internet.
2: One of the biggest challenges facing educators as they head back to campus in the new normal of remote learning environments is trying to make sure that students are using research sources that are safe and unbiased. These fact-checking sites for students and other online resources, in alphabetical order, specialize in debunking claims and providing objective researched analysis. All Sides,
0: an unbiased site featuring news topics from around the world that includes a media-biased comparison chart that shows where the major news providers fall on a given issue.
1: The Deceptive Detective, an infographic from Common Sense Media that helps students become an online detective and decipher between fact and fiction.
0: Factcheck.org, a nice site for fact-checking political news, especially those in which both parties are speaking at the same venue.
2: Hoax Slayer, debunks hoaxes regarding email, social media, and internet security and alerts students to the most recent scams.
1: Namly. These are the initials, N-A-M-L-E, the National Association for Media Literacy Education. This is a great site to find, analyze, and evaluate all forms of communication.
0: NPR fact check. Students can find unbiased information regarding world news, including footnotes to address when
2: news is skewed. PolitiFact. My favorite site for checking facts regarding political news that uses a very fun truth-o-meter.
0: Snopes, one of the most popular sites on the web to find evidence-based news that is cited so students can do their own research as well.
1: And one last thing, remember to reach out to your school librarian when you're working with your students on topics of information literacy like this. They would be a great partner who can help you incorporate these resources and more into a learning activity for your students. They can help your students use any of the online databases that we have access to, like PebbleGo, World Book Online, or the Gale databases, to research and find factual information.
0: If you want to follow up with a member of the Digital Learning Team to ask about something you heard in today's podcast, feel free to reach out to Jeff, Melissa, or Misty. You can also tweet us at at L-E-I-S-D learn. That's at L-E-I-S-D-D-I-G-L-E-A-R-N. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget, podcasts are more fun with a friend. Tell someone you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And please take care. Thanks for listening to Three E's in a Pot. We hope you'll tune in to our next episode. You can find three E's in a pod wherever podcasts are heard.